G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Matt Rendell, hello, mate. Oh, welcome back, Sammy, and congratulations <laughs> on the birth of your little boy, Charlie. I, I swear you're going to call him Matt, but you went for Charlie. <laughs> Disappointed. Toss of the coin. Goodbye. Toss of the coin, Matty. Toss of the coin, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, good to hear from you here, and um, good to, uh, well, for you, it's probably good to be back, <laughs> Sammy, back working. Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? You, um, you, you, uh, you, you're grateful that you've got a chance to, um, yep. to get out of the house, but at the same time, that the moment you walk out the door, you, you miss him terribly. So, uh, yeah. I'm, and I'm not going through anything that any other parent uh, doesn't go no. through at this stage. But uh, enough about me. Um, just quickly, the Crips decision just come down two weeks. Are you expecting yeah. Carlton to challenge, given that their season's on the line? They've got to win at one out of their next two to cement a spot in the eight, and they've got Melbourne and Collingwood, uh, two top yeah. four teams, to finish out the season. Their midfield's depleted. Kennedy uh, and Ooh. Hewitt were unsure about. As it has been for so often in his career, it all seems to hang on Crips, uh, Carlton's fortunes at the Ooh. moment. Are you expecting them to contest that? Oh, they'll contest it. That's a, that's a living certainty. They're going to burn ten grand uh, pretty quickly. I would have thought. So uh, I, I just can't see why it couldn't be. What, how, how it can't be two weeks? Unfortunately, mm. uh, just one of those things. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, Archie got the, got the brunt of it. And the fact that he jumped in the air is a killer. That's just a killer. You know, if you'd have stayed grounded. He's some charge, say he's contestable, but when you jump, once you jump in the air, you just go on ski, aren't you? Interestingly, he could have just gone through him with a tackle once he hit the ground and, and still made that same physical statement with a tackle that, depending on how it played out, may not have got him, Ooh. you know, in any trouble at all. But he, he flew... Um, I, do you... People will say it's either... it's You know, it's either Maynard and Plowman or it's Willy Rioli. Ooh. Do you... Do you feel like there's any similarities with the Willie Rioli? I can oh. sort of see it, but I don't. I think it. I think they're. Nah, Willie should have got suspended. You think so? Yeah. Well, Willie should have got suspended. I called that at the time. Well, Willie had all intentions to go and mark the ball, but when he realised um, he wasn't going to get there, you can't drop the shoulder into the bloke's head. He took his eyes off the ball and dropped the shoulder and hit him in the head. They made a blue on that Willie Rioli one, I reckon. See, I well, thought he'd already. Fl- I thought he flew him. before he saw the player. I thought he flew to Mark before the player uh, came into his oh, eye line. No, no, no. I think he, this is a little different. Was coming back. No, Willie knew that bloke was coming back. Don't, don't, he knew that bloke was heading back in his territory. So um, I, he just, you know, the last second he jumped in the air and he realised that, um, you know, he wasn't going to get it. The other bloke was going to get there first. So. Um, oh, I thought Willie should have got suspended for that under the under the guise of all the stuff. But the tri- he actually did get a penalty, and then um, the tribunal chucked it out, didn't they? Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, if I can remember correctly. So, yeah. So you're expecting that they'll challenge, but be unsuccessful in the challenge. Yeah. 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 Um, why don't we start with the footy from the weekend because it continues to yeah. dish up beautifully for us. I mean, we are. Oh. Some years you feel like you haven't had your fill. I reckon we uh, our, our, we have all put on a ton of weight this season because we have just been fed 
Oh. Fantastic footy all throughout. It's been a gluttonous season for us, and well, it continues to serve it up. Yeah. We have, haven't we? It's been that digestation uh, spectacular. Um, so I, I was on. Uh, I do a little gig, as you know, with um, you know, f- uh, footy in um, on Wednesday with Kimbo and Rucci uh, in SA, SENSA. Mm. I said at the start of the year. So first thing I went on, I said, uh, I said, boys, I think this is going to be the best year in uh, in my lifetime for football. Um, I just got a feeling, excuse me, that um, there's there's pl- there's teams on the up, the teams in the eight are young, uh, you know, and teams that were in the eight aren't going out like Geelong's who are older, obviously, Richmond older, but they, you know, I thought they would still be really good. So uh, I thought it was, I had a feeling, and the 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 main reason I was saying that is that teams are starting to adopt the Richmond brand. It's t- taken a few years, um, but I knew Collingwood were going to adopt it. Um, that was a dollar um, one. Um, I knew that uh, when I, as soon as I saw Geelong, I'm going well. Geelong, the finally the pennies dropped for them. Mm. They finally got with the program. Swans had already started. Brisbane had been doing it for a while under Fagan straight away. As soon as he got there, changed yep. their, you know, to. I don't well, he's always uh, Maddie. He's always said that, he, and, and Craig McRae says the same thing. Yeah. This is an entertainment industry. We, we want to entertain as well. Entertainment industry. People for years have been saying uh, we're in the premiership winning business. No, we're not. We're in the entertainment industry. You want 100%. your people to be members. You want them to go to the footy. You want them to watch it on television. As soon as the footy becomes that bad, which it did for five years, and it was horrible to watch. Uh, until Richmond changed it. They were the sole reason it changed. They started winning flags and teams are going, oh, we better start attacking. So they've all got with the program now. I, I don't know that there's one team who's not trying to play attacking, entertaining, take the game on, fast football, and it looks like the 80s, which is still the greatest era of football, uh, it looks like the 80s with about a 50% or maybe even 100% skill level uh, rise. The skill level is enormous compared to the 80s. So um, it's been fantastic to watch. Uh, um, and, and game after game, I mean, Collingwood have probably got nine of the best 10 games of the year. I, I thought the Richmond Geelong was a cracker. And the, uh, the Geelong Port Adelaide was a ripper too. I think that was over over there. That was a ripping game. It was just game after game. Yeah. They're just... And you know what? I've never been more annoyed when there's a, a crossover of games or there's two games on at the same time and I can't watch both. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, that is, and that has happened a stack of times this year. Very frustrating for a football lover, very annoying. And that brings us back to the old point again. Why aren't we playing Thursday night every week? So there's no crossover on Saturday night. It, it's it's something that uh, Eddie has been saying for a long time in regards to the entertainment industry. It's not just that we're in the entertainment industry. You're also in the most competitive market that there's ever been in our lifetimes for the entertainment dollar. So do how do you get yep. the eyeballs and how do you get the dollars of people whose time is less and less uh, whose dis- disposable income is less and less. How do you make sure that if they've got time to be entertained, they do it with you? And if they've got money to spend, they do it with you? You certainly don't do it by competing against yourself. Uh, it's ridiculous. And, uh, look, okay, so there's been two teams that have been poor. So Eagles, obviously, for, you know, they were hamstrung at the start of the year with COVID and yeah. a mountain of injuries. And, well, North just got their coach wrong. 
and it, and it completely stuffed them. And um, they'll be back again next year. They'll get a, a good coach next year, and they'll they'll challenge a lot of teams next year. But they've really stuffed it up this year because they were looking promise at the end of the year. And the other thing with them, they looked really good when Cunnington was playing, and obviously he's missed the whole year with his yeah. testicular cancer. And hopefully. Uh, he can get back up. I hope he's okay. I know mm. he played on the weekend. So. Hey, um, uh, uh, Matty, just mm. a word on a couple of teams. Uh, when we're looking at that sort of top four, top eight uh, at the moment, when it comes to Geelong, you've said the pennies dropped and they're, they're playing a, a brand of footy now that is not just entertaining, mm. but it's so damaging. And Kingy was talking today mm. about just uh, we've never seen a team that uh, limits – uh, scores uh, from disposal chains like Geelong do and scores from disposal oh. chains like Geelong do. Yep. You're either good at one or the other. Um, they did it without, I think, three maybe out of their six most important players yep. in, in Selwood, Dangerfield and Blixarves. Um, they, I know that they're on top of the ladder and it's an easy thing to say, but are they premiership favourites for you now? Oh, they're, they're premiership favourites. So I was a bit non-committal when I was on uh, with... Uh, Duano, uh, a few weeks ago, he said, who could win it? And I went, I ran off about six teams. It was before Geelong were playing Melbourne down at Cadinia Park. And he texted me back and said, uh, you know, thanks for coming on. Was, he's mainly, mainly got me on to talk about Nick Dacos. So, mm. um, and I said, look, I, I, I'm normally not non-committal and I should have said something, but if I'm having a bet, I'm back in Geelong. And they were 6.50 at the time. I think probably 2.50 now. They beat Melbourne that weekend. Um, and, and it's and it really is based around now they're scoring. I mean, you know, they were they go slow, they were easy to defend, mm. uh, made it tough. You know, had all these guns in the forward line, but, but by the time the ball got down there, there was a heap of defenders. So now they they're one out, a lot of these players, and they're guns. Yeah, so they're scoring. No wonder, no wonder they're scoring. So um, just moving the ball quicker, and I, I, I'm just staggered that it took them so long. For the penny to drop, and I and I reckon the penny dropped straight after the Melbourne game in the preliminary final last year, where Melbourne moved the ball really quick and just walloped them, just walked through them. And I go, well, we can't play this slow game. It doesn't work against Melbourne, so why would we play it? So uh, they're the favourites. I want to talk about the pies a little bit. I yeah. Know. So Grundy out for the year, so that takes that yes. out of the equation about how do they fit them all in, Cox and Cameron I, and, and Grundy, and would they have to? Well, they that that's. That's null and void I think now. It's a blow. To me, it's a it's a big time blow because that, that means they can't afford to lose um, Cameron or Cox now. Mm. They've got a young kid called Beg, um, but he's a young kid. He's played about three or four games and he's still skinny and that. So, but we haven't seen a team do this uh, for a long while. I'll, I'll bring it up, but they had a hundred less possessions than Melbourne. Most of it was handballs. Twenty four less inside fifties. Twenty two. Less clearances, 14 of them contested uh, uh, centre bounces, 24 less contested ball, and win the game. And so we haven't seen stuff like that for a long time. So what? So how are they doing? So the attack side of it's really easy because the attack side is Richmond 2007-8 and and the years following. It, it, it just looks identical. Take the game on. What they're doing beautifully is, okay, you want to take away the corridor, take away the corridor. They're going wide. So they go wide around the boundary line and back into the centre. So then the, the, the opposition go, well, we've got to get out the boundary line and stop them doing that because they're going coast to coast. So then it opens up the midfield. So then they go through the midfield. It's beautiful to watch. <laughs> it is a work of art. And it got me thinking. So obviously McRae, Lepich, 
were at Richmond. So they know the Richmond brand really mm. well. And, and you can see that. Go back and watch the Richmond games in 7 eight. This is Richmond all over. And, and how Richmond used to take the, the risk of the kick over the top in the middle of the ground and open the whole thing up. And their forwards would be forward of the defenders. So it's risk-reward. So we see that. And then I was trying to think, well, this isn't sustainable where you can get beaten so badly and contested ball and clearance and inside 50s. But we have seen it. And we've seen it at Hawthorne. So this hasn't come up before. So when Hawthorne won their three flags... Yes, absolutely. They flogged in yes, contested ball. Yes, 100%. In one game, they lost by 50. Yes. I remember a game, they won the game and lost contested ball by 50, which is unheard of. And they regularly lost contested ball, didn't they, Sammy? Absolutely. I, I so, used to, it used to worry me throughout all of those seasons. They were able yes. to dominate, though, on a couple of occasions in finals, like the way that they touched up Sydney in 2014 yes. when everyone yeah, said yeah, yeah. Sydney will beat they them up. Well, they did the they opposite. To, yeah. yeah, they had yeah. gears. They Clarkson had a number of gears. But so you're, they, you're right, they, they didn't actually play like that during the regular season. So here's the kicker. Um, McRae and Bolton have been at Hawthorne for the last two or three years, or mm. two years. Uh, Bolton longer. Or Bolton's been there a heap of time. But McRae, I reckon, at least one year, maybe two. Uh, at Hawthorne after Richmond, yeah? One year, I Just think. Just the one, yep. So, so I'm looking at this and I'm going, they've brought the best of Richmond and Hawks together in a game plan, and it looks magnificent. Um, yeah. The old... Hawks' game plan was, oh, we don't care if we lose contested ball because we are going to pick you apart mm. going through the middle or down out wide with the ball in hand. And that's what Collingwood are doing. They're picking teams apart through the midfield or out wide. And I've gone, I'm watching Hawthorne and Richmond at their best here. Yeah, it's... That's why they're a chance. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Hey, Matty, we've run out of time. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll save it for next week, but, geez. I would have thought that maybe after that performance from Melbourne that Ed Langdon's one-trick pony line might be one that Melbourne might need to deliver back into a mirror because it's um, being pointed out by a few people today that if it's not contest, then it's not on. It's not happening for Melbourne. So we'll talk about that next week and see how they go yep. on the weekend. Thanks for joining me, mate, and we'll, uh, I'll see you Sunday no as well. Sammy. All the best. Okay. Thanks, mate. See you. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.